welcome to Group Dates and Hot Takes. I'm Sampy. I'm Christy. Let's talk about Married at First Sight. Well, we're back for, what is it, Christy? Episodes 7 and 8, huh? And this, this is, I don't know, the season is deteriorating rapidly. Conditions for these couples are going sideways, in, in my opinion at least as we transition from the the honeymoon to the remainder of the grand experiment. Well, the honeymoon was a little bit of a disaster. Really? For two of these couples, I would say. Because we obviously saw the Lauren and Orion stuff, but... Emily and Brennan, I think the seeds of their collapse started on the honeymoon as well. I mean, I think that the seeds of collapse for everyone were sown during the honeymoon. Oh, everyone. (laughs) Wow. I don't know. I I just... I'm, I'm struggling to see a whole lot of chemistry and attraction between a lot of these couples and so it just it it lowers the hope that i i have for for everyone (laughs) well here we are Mm -hmm. i mean you, you just like having the whole continuation of our i guess uncomfortable sex conversation between Orion and Lauren from from last episode and just continuing to collapse and uh, not be able to come to some understanding I mean I I still I don't know it makes me a little uncomfortable just how Orion seems to view women, but yeah, this was not his best look. At no, all. And, and and here I was trying to maintain an even keel and and try to understand both perspectives on last episode, and just you know, well, you know, yeah, I can understand he was his got his feelings hurt and was offended by by this stuff and. It's getting harder and harder, I would say, to maintain that objectivity oh, as no. as his behavior continues. Um, Orion's stock yeah. has fallen with the audience. <laughs> it it has plummeted. Uh, is that uh, just just for you or the the internet in general? The internet in general. Uh, I mean, for good reason. He did not handle this conversation well. He did one of those, um, if I offended you, I'm sorry type of mm, apologies. That is not, that's not an apology. Which Lauren rightly pointed out. No, that's... That is not good. <laughs> no, that's so. such, that's, that's such a non-apology. I'm sorry if you felt like I <laughs> could have possibly done something wrong. <laughs> Yeah. So yeah, this more more maturity than than that. So yeah, this conversation did not 
resolve, I would say. No, just continued to to be incredibly tense and awkward between them. Um, I mean, I, 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 I was so hopeful, full of optimism, then going from the disaster dinner to the dinner that Emily and Brennan had, just talking about not wanting to uh, raise kids Catholic on, on Emily's part and also being willing to uh, convert to Judaism, I guess, um, because he's not going to convert away from it. Yeah. And, uh, you know, some some playful banter, deciding to compromise and both convert to rooting for the Broncos. Um, yeah, a it was better, a nice convo. A better start they, for them. They agree on the number of kids they want. So for the moment, they are, you know, okay. Mm-hmm. And then we return back to Lauren and Orion. And... You know, just, like, more miscommunication with them, like, he was kind of, like, waffling back and forth as to, like, what he meant, what he said, and I guess he's saying, oh, I don't actually think sex should be off the table, even though that's what he said at the dinner. Yeah, I I don't, I don't know what to make of this fully, because... I don't know. It just there's just a lot of negative feelings I feel about about this. It just I don't know, it just seemed kind of controlling and a bit maybe manipulative, like just how he's always so intent on like guiding things and like conversation along and trying to like reframe things in in the proper way that i don't i don't know it's like there's like a level of self-righteousness i feel like oh i would i would say a lot of that yeah a lot of that he thinks she lacked intention which did not go over well so things are still awkward and weird and tense yeah i just and it's only gonna get worse yeah great (laughs) Uh, i'm i'm so 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 happy for now we move on to claire and cameron which this is this is something that i think i saw something about that that kind of divided people because uh when they had been on their water date previously uh he had you know, maybe popped his ear, like got some water in his ear, and so he was in a lot of pain, couldn't sleep, had presumably an ear infection, and he decides that you know he should go get seen by by a physician for that, um, and ultimately, well, Claire did accompany him to like the. I guess resident medical person on the resort at the resort when he was then shuttled away to the actual like health clinic hospital to see a doctor she did not go with him because apparently she had an important meeting so what I what I was seeing was people were kind of divided 
on whether or not she should have gone with him to get that checked out. So what do you what do you I think? I mean, I thought she should have. <laughs> oh, okay. like what she's a therapist, so I'm not sure what kind of meeting she had that was so important that it couldn't wait till after the honeymoon or did she have a client to counsel? I don't know. I was confused like what the reason was for that, but yeah, I thought she should have gone with him, but yeah, I mean, it maybe she just wanted some alone time. <laughs> well, that was part of the impression that that I got, uh, perhaps. Yeah, because there's uh, that scene later on where she was like by herself, and it looked like she was just like ah, had the room to myself. Like, <laughs> yeah, because so ultimately, I I don't think that she likes him very much. And <laughs> that, that just, there it is. I, that's the extent, I, I don't think that she likes him very much, if at all. I mean, you, you just repeatedly get all of these, uh, just all the comments about her liking the alone time, but also all of her sort of passive aggressive comments to him, kind of chipping away at him yeah. with, like what he wears the comments he makes um and i mean he's he's no rose himself <laughs> um but i do i do think he may be uh, for all all his flaws and awkwardness i feel like he is probably sincerely trying more than yeah, her yeah <laughs> i think he likes her more than she likes him also yeah I, I would agree with that. Um, I mean, I, I personally, I, I thought it would have been nice for her to go with him. I didn't think that it was uh, fully necessary or anything since it, was, it wasn't like uh, he, I don't know, broke a leg and was like getting rushed away in an ambulance or something like that. Um, he no, was just it's sort of going to, you know, a, a quick health clinic type deal or was supposed to be anyways i think it's just more like here's an opportunity to spend time with your husband sort right. of thing especially uh as she's been complaining about you know you know not being cared for like the whole air airport thing uh and and yeah. whatnot so that's that's uh def they're in a great place in a, in a real great place uh, and then Becca and Austin kind of got a bit more tense than we've perhaps seen them when Austin was avoiding the religion conversation at breakfast. Yeah, that was a little odd. I mean, they resolved it later, but well, it seemed allegedly. like it seemed like you didn't want to discuss it on camera. It was kind of the vibe I got. Well, yeah, like, I don't, I don't blame him. Okay, I and <laughs> I would not want to go on these shows at all. Here I am talking about the show because I can maintain a safe distance, but it is terrifying to me. You're just, oh, I'm just getting filmed most of the time. Yeah, it takes a special kind of person to sign up for these shows. Yeah. Like, 
crazy and often you gotta not be willing super great. to bear your soul for the world to see like it's a lot yeah so i mean she wasn't super happy in the moment about that but yeah becca's more i feel like open with all that stuff yeah so, so... what i what i <laughs> are we gonna talk about emily and brennan because i feel like that is that's the other sort of root of of things going into the toilet for for these couple episodes i feel like would you yeah this was like their first thing that we saw at least where there was some tension annoyance i would say yeah so yeah let, let's let's talk about that because on the surface it's just such an innocent thing you know they're just playing ping pong outside having a grand old time and i don't i don't even know really why this went the way it did but he was kind of being a little grouchy and so her response to to brennan in that situation was like do you even know how to have fun (laughs) and he did not like that (laughs) no he did he did not like that in the slightest because then, like, I don't know, a minute or two later, they showed them, like, off to the side of the camera, like, picking up from a distance. And he was like, what was that? Like, why would you ask me that? And he was, like, really tense. Like, on After Party, they were speculating that they probably didn't know the cameras were still on them. So you got kind of more of, like, a raw moment. Yeah, so that that's that's what I wanted to bring up. Because it seemed like from uh, just from the after party stuff as well as uh, his demeanor in in this next episode that he just I don't know he he perhaps has some anger issues uh, yeah. and really likes to portray himself in a very specific way in front of the cameras and so trying to like trying to micromanage that maybe Mm -hmm. why why he uh he was so upset was because like her comment like made him look bad and then and then they went on and because i even commented commented this to you when we were watching the episode i was like why why are why are they like recording them through the bushes <laughs> that's <laughs> why because <laughs> they were i mean in that conversation they were for a, quite a distance away from the cameras and the camera crew was like way way back uh from them and i, I think that that is why just trying to get more more authenticity uh, in the reactions, but yeah, he just did not did not like did not like that at all. Yeah, he said, "You'll know when I'm mad," which sounds yeah, like a threat. Yeah, you'll know when I'm angry. Yeah, that's not. I don't know. That's that's a little scary. Yeah. 
Uh, so we did learn that when Lauren woke up, Orion was not in the bed with her. So things are continuing to get worse. So they'd like have a conversation where at the end of it, they're like hugging each other and, you know, he admits he, he dropped the ball. She got vocally dramatic. It's exhausting. Yeah, they're like going around in circles at this point. So I guess things are okay for the moment. I'm just like so confused and so exhausting to witness all of this, especially when, I don't know, you just get so much of this like almost corporate jargon Yes, the two of them. It's very formal. Where it's like both of them are trying to avoid getting sent to HR through these conversations. It's very, it's very strange to watch. It is. It's like they're dancing around it. Yeah, and so you know, so much you know, like my truth, your truth, like all of this, like dancing around around all of this stuff which like it's not it's not easy to to navigate but it's also i feel like they 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 don't make much progress if you're just sort of using corporate jargon to communicate yeah. all all of this complicated stuff um and yeah i mean the emotions aren't dissipating as quickly as we would like. Later we do see him have a conversation with Dr. Pia where he feels like he failed the marriage and actually Lauren is there too. Mm -hmm. So she's kind of like helping them through, through all of their issues. She gave them the like bank account analogy, which I thought was good. Um, they have made a lot of withdrawals, <laughs> not a lot of deposits. So this ends with him still needing space. So mm-hmm. I guess more time alone to ponder, I suppose. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, <sighs> man, if you have to bring the experts out on the honeymoon, you know, things have gone very badly. Uh, yeah, just just a little bit. Yeah, <laughs> just just uh, just a little bit. So the I love how sort of had this tense moment at breakfast uh, because of the religion of Asian, and then the the conclusion of that is essentially Austin's just like, ah, oh, I'm just plain old Christian, just like. What, like yeah, it wasn't like a scandalous <laughs> reveal no, but, or anything. But like, what does that even mean? Like, that's the the other. Th- I'm, it's just I don't know, regular I Christian. But I don't know. No. But also, I'm like side eyeing the experts here for pairing someone who's a Christian with someone who is agnostic. I mean, those are nearly polar opposites. Well, so it's also, it's not just agnostic, 
it's I think she's didn't doesn't she say next episode um that like she she grew up Jewish so yeah she's like she, Jew- she did say that so here, she's like yeah. Jewish agnostic so she has some of that background but like I mean it's just it's the same thing with uh with Emily and Brennan Brennan is is seems like to a degree semi-practicing yeah Judaism I mean his is it seems like his his family uh, probably is in a big way. Claire is like lapsed Catholic, I guess. Um, you know, the, the, those things never cause any any issues between romantic partners. I mean, I feel like the <laughs> real problem is going to be if you have kids, and then you're like disagreeing about how to raise them religion wise so i mean i guess for now they can be like oh it'll be fine but i don't know i just i just feel like it's it's a bit more of a minefield maybe even than that because like so say we're we're in december now it's it's the holidays right like what are what are you gonna do are you going to be you know you know is he going to be open to you know lighting a menorah like is he gonna be like we have to have a christmas tree in stock it's like how do you like that's a lot of like little details like that to navigate that you know may maybe aren't at the the center of i don't know like the the core tenets of of a religion say but are still difficult especially when you have extended family that might have stuff going on like if he's quote-unquote plain old christian like you know what does what does his family do (laughs) you know like yeah i think it's i think it's a lot to discuss for sure uh, yeah but don't worry they're they're not gonna last long enough to to get to that point anyways oh no Well, for the moment, they they are going to build a foundation on everything else and hope that that won't be an issue. Look, I'm sorry. In the future. I'm, I'm just having a real hard time being optimistic. They here. they were our one hope we had when this began. They were the strongest. It's hard to give up now. Yeah, I just am getting more and more of the impression that like she's a lot more into him than vice versa. Yes, that's that's true, especially with the next episode. Yeah, so uh, I guess time for the group dinner. Yeah. So Cameron shows up with the biggest bunch of flowers I've ever seen. Yeah, part 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 way through the dinner, which isn't so. Another thing I wanted to mention there is like she's kind of putting him down and stuff with when because he didn't show up initially. And she's like, oh, hopefully he's not using this as an excuse to run away. Oh, that would be so sad. Oh, yeah, that was a little strange. Um, and I, I mean, I don't know if we just didn't get footage of this, but it didn't seem like she gave any explanation as to like why he was actually gone either. Like it was just, 
oh, he's just not here. Versus... I'm guessing they cut that out because they had already told us about the ear and all that stuff. So I just see, maybe, but I don't know. I'm side-eyeing her a little bit. The the more yeah. we go on, I just I don't think she treats him super well. And I don't I don't even remember when this was, but like when he was wearing the short shorts and she's like giving him crap for that. It's like, come on, lady, he can't he can't do anything right here. He's very tall. <laughs> <laughs> They're gonna be shorter. Oh, but they, they were also legitimate short shorts. But uh, yeah, and with the flowers, I'm pretty sure he just like picked up a planter on his way <laughs> through. Like I think. Because I don't that's, – that's what it looked like to me. I, I mean, just, it was a lot just of like, He was walking through the lobby, and he's like, oh, oh, I'm really tall. I can pick this up. Here you go. Which, another – yet another thing. Like, the hug she gave him when he came in with that, like, it was very, like, low-level – Like, side hug. Non-existent affection – response to that as well well she had to do something so yeah I, that was the best she could do again just not really getting the, the impression that she really gives much of a grab yeah so that's that's great as well so orion talks about how they are trying to get over their hurdle <sighs> and lauren says second hurdle because <laughs> <laughs> They've been having their issues. Oh, that's great. They can't even agree on that. Oh. So Cameron also is getting his antibiotics, so he should be getting better soon. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I guess the the only other couple things from the episode, I'm sure we'll we'll talk about lauren and orion more in depth but uh when how did you think that claire and cameron's conversation went the next morning like trying to i guess resolve to have a more pleasant journey on the way back than they did on the way um do you ever remember anything from that i mean it was kind of like okay we acknowledge I left you in the dust. I'm going to try not to do that again. And she's going to try not to overreact, which I didn't actually think she overreacted the first time. Like I thought her response to that was justified, especially with his, well, are you going to help me with my bags? Like (laughs) that was ridiculous. So I didn't think she, unless there's stuff we didn't see, I guess that's possible. Yeah. I mean, he didn't, he didn't exactly apologize for all that in this conversation <laughs> yeah i at least he vowed to do better yeah so the other thing was just austin and becca and austin not knowing how he's going to show up emotionally for her yeah i mean it was i feel like that question is kind of like um, it's hard to answer when you don't know someone very well because you don't know how, like, what they'll be like or what they'll need when they're going through something. I guess you could respond with, like, a generic 
kind of like he did like oh i'll be there for you like i (laughs) (laughs) it just didn't seem like she was super enthusiastic about the response i just think she's better at articulating stuff like that than he is he's kind of like ditto or like yeah so i guess the question is is there stuff beneath the surface or is that just all he's got is it just the neck beard and all the hats i mean i, I don't know it's, it seems like he wants to like help and be there for her i just i i don't know how you're really supposed to answer that question ahead of time yeah i mean i do i do agree with that i just i just have been left wondering like is it just a situation where he's not really wanting to have discussions like that on camera or is he just not particularly invested and so he doesn't really come up with stuff because it's just like, eh. I don't think he's as invested, but we'll get into that from the, in the next episode. <laughs> All right. So the, the last thing here before we can move on to, to episode eight is yet another continuation of uh, the disaster that is Lauren and Orion's marriage. Yes. So we learned that, I guess they were up until 3 a.m. the night before talking, quote, a dialogue opened. Like, who talks like that? That's, that's, what, I, that's what I'm saying. Is there, It's just all so stilted and, like, that's so trying to be so careful and, like, craft this message of some sort. Yeah, so Orion is still holding a grudge because of the whole comment in the hot tub. Um, it just, he can't get past it. So I guess ev- everyone is now like waiting to leave basically. And Claire finds... <laughs> they're, they're waiting for the shuttle. <laughs> yeah, Claire finds Lauren crying in a chair. This really is the absolute worst timing for this, to be totally honest with you. Yeah, there's you're all packed and ready to go, and meanwhile, you got to wait an hour or two for these two to sort their stuff out. Right, and there's also just no, there's no hiding that either, because obviously, right, you know, you can see the season, you know, you can see the episodes when they're released and all of that, but as you're going through it, this is like the most public way for that to to happen it's not like oh you know we're living in our apartments and things are going bad and we've had this thing happen like it's so much more public than that yeah this <laughs> and everyone's was just rough. standing there just twiddling so. their thumbs as all of this goes down which <sighs> well apparently orion was like telling her that she didn't have his back, failed the marriage, failed his community and his culture. Well, yeah, because, so I guess, I wasn't super clear whether this, like, had happened. Like, it must it must have been, like, post their 3 a.m. conversation, like, sort of yeah, mid-morning so. type, 
type deal, I guess. Because, um, like, she, I guess, took her ring off, asked for divorce, and we learn an after party that, I guess, when Orion took his space, I'm not sure when this was, With maybe this was after the Dr. Pia conversation, that he took his ring off then. So he was the first one to take the ring off, not Lauren. Yeah, and par so part of my issue has been that it seems like there's a lot of very active like image management that Orion tries to do and it just it does not come off very well <laughs> to me especially when you sort of have it feeding into some of these these wider issues <laughs> just uh, just talking like racially and culturally um you know and like basically I, I i can't say if it was intentional or not but like putting putting essentially putting lauren in a position where she has to basically make a decision am am i just going to sort of get stomped all over or am I am I going to like react how I truly feel and risk sort of going into those labels that black women so often are labeled with right like oh you're so you know just so loud and angry and aggressive and like all these things right that that culturally black women can find themselves labeled with and the the fact that that he kind of keeps crafting these situations it feel, feels like to me at least like well yeah he keeps talking about she goes from zero to a hundred as if like she's screaming in his face or something i mean we haven't seen that no so i no and, and, I and she can be she can be animated and and passionate but that like that does not in my mind, equate to, like, how how he has described it. And so yeah. it's one of the, I don't know, I guess it's, it's twofold. One, I feel like as, as someone who is part of uh, an often marginalized community, like, there are things that he should probably be aware of. <laughs> like surrounding that um and to just what i have you know it's i feel like it's been driven home a lot this season is like you can be both a minority and a jerk <laughs> and and i i think i think that that is the situation we found ourselves in here and i i think that he he spends a lot of time uh sort of trying to make us all believe that that can't possibly be true you know and sort of masked his own insensitivity and and flaws by continuing to like zero in on these flaws that that she has these mistakes that she's made that are so unforgivable that uh, it just it leaves a bad taste in my mouth. So 
because of how bad things have gotten, it's time for Pastor Cal to <laughs> rescue things. And so he talks with Orion by himself. And Orion repeats all of his stuff about can't accept the apology, the weight of his sitting with me. She took her ring off. I love how he says that, but doesn't say that he took his off, if we go by what Lauren said. Or he also didn't mention how he, like, slut-shamed her the night before either. No, that's because, <laughs> that is because all of this focus on her not understanding how horrible the term Redskins is, even though she didn't actually say it. He was the one who... who actually used it yeah he she brought just, it up first she just reacted poorly she didn't yeah. actually use it against him that all of that is supposed to make us forget about the sex conversation <laughs> <laughs> so cal is like okay we all need to talk together and so um she comes actually i guess she talks with him by herself and then eventually Orion comes back in and this is where he really gets to speak his mind and and it's all baloney. Yes, he is offended. <laughs> she, apparently Lauren has violated his culture, his family, his community and everyone around the world who is Native American. What this is where I would just indigenous, went, but yes. This, um this is where I just went like okay, we can't place all of that on Lauren's shoulders. That's insane. No, and it's also, it's also just, again, funny to me. You know, with with all of the comments he he's made, you know, about about cultures and everything. Like he, here, in my opinion, at least, like he's making indigenous cultures a monolith. <laughs> the thing yeah. he is he is so against of just like, yes, you what you have done has just you have just spit in the face of all all of the ancestors uh, of indigenous peoples worldwide it's like dude nobody cares that much it's just like anything there are going to be people who feel one way people feel a different way even a lot of these situations we find ourselves in right some people some black people are like no, we should just get rid of the N-word. Some black people are like, the N-word is our word now, and we're going to use it because we're reclaiming it. Like, there's so much variability, and for him to, like, get on this high horse <laughs> is really funny to me. Also, I saw a couple of comments from Native Americans on the Married at First Sight Instagram page who were like, yeah, Orion sucks, basically. <laughs> like, one was an elder who said, yeah, this is not... This is not okay. Well, well, yet again, just goes back to right, like being being a member of a minority group does not mean that it's impossible to be a jerk. Like people suck. Yeah. A lot of people suck across all across all racial, ethnic, cultural, whatever line you can think of. There's gonna be at least one jerk in all of those categories. Um, I just, I guess I sort of left this conversation feeling like all of this is one, like trying to 
maintain his like maintaining face and 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 whatnot on the show but also i don't know like he's wanting to be some sort of like cultural icon like yeah because he's standing up for everyone right or, or or even just like he wants to like get some sort of standing like i don't i don't know what what to the situation is like with with his family and and like the tribal situation but it just seems like it's sort of aimed towards clout so, like some in some form like i'm not totally sure what and how i, I don't know but so lauren ugh. nothing lauren can do researching googling will make up for it and he will not get past it so to me this should have been the end of them I would agree with you. <laughs> but. Yeah. I I just, there's, I, I know, like, she didn't handle that moment well, but, like, the. Hot tub moment. Yes. Hot tub moment. We'll call it a hot tub moment. Um, But she's also, in my opinion at least, she's done a lot to try to, like, be on the same page to be understanding and give grace and and not make snap judgments or or at least like reevaluate snap judgments and all of this stuff and learn about the things that are important to him and he just does not seem to reciprocate that at all like no cuz they can't make up for what she said apparently no but also and i i think it was in this conversation like did you catch his audacity where he was he was like wanting to have this conversation with Pastor Cal because Pastor Cal can like understand what he's going through? Yes. Like bro, you you are you are literally married to a person that's like one of the most marginalized like subsections of society. Like you are married to a black woman. In America. Yeah, I think um, Lauren might have revealed that on After Party, that he wanted to talk to someone who gets it, which is... It, it wow. just blows my mind. <laughs> yeah. The other thing on After Party, because that week it was um, Lauren and Claire, and they kind of gave the impression that Brennan laughs at things Emily says and gets angry quickly. Mm kind of like behind the scenes so that kind of backs up what you were saying earlier yeah which i kind of shudder to think how bad things really are if like contestants are are willing to say like say that so plainly right yeah. because there's so many layers of uh, of just managing the information oh yeah i've got more from after party in the next episode okay. too oh, boy. So well, that's that's all I had for that episode. Well, uh, let's let's swap over to to this week then. <laughs> uh, well, we're starting with Lauren and Orion again. <laughs> uh, the beginning of this was so funny to me because they have to shuffle up to the group that's still standing waiting there, there. <laughs> waiting for the shuttle back to the airport, and you know explain themselves 
irreconcilable differences is Lauren's which, word which, of choice. Which, which again is it just par for the course. Orion Co's in there, sort of minimizing, yep. like oh, you know, things aren't aren't that bad. It's just we're having irreconcilable differences. I, the jig is up. <laughs> I I have found myself liking more and more uh, as this season goes on. <laughs> I really appreciate how she, how she has been so uh just so blunt in yeah. those situations because I feel like she's like screw it. Yeah. <laughs> this yeah. isn't He's being so difficult. Like, what else can I do at this point? Right. And I, I think that that ends up being important when you have someone you're dealing with like this. He really, I don't know, he just seems like he's been trying to shape this this narrative of how things are going and, like, how she's been acting versus how he's been acting and so for her to just cut through all of that and just be like, no, things are not fine. We are having irreconcilable <laughs> differences uh, is is great. I really like that. And I just, I would not necessarily want to be stuck in that aisle seat on the plane. Got <laughs> <laughs> yeah, had to have been uncomfortable. Can you imagine it's just it's a long ran- flight some home. random person in the middle seat and the two of them are are like talking o- over you. You're like, oh, okay. Hey, look, I apologize. Sir. I can't. You have insulted my ancestors. And you're just sitting there in the middle seat like, I don't know what's, what I've gotten myself into here. Uh, yeah, what a great start to, to these marriages, which just continues uh, when... Emily and Brennan get to their nice apartment. Yeah, so Brennan is like low, low energy. Like, doesn't look like he wants to be there. I'm like, what happened? So he plans to head back to his house to work for the next few days and reconvene. Yeah, that was very weird. You're married now. He's he said he's getting drained in his IT. I mean, he's a step back. Yeah, be, so because you know when you get back from the honeymoon, right? You're the sort of the, the plan. It right the production has rented their their set of apartments in the shared apartment building, and. She, you get back and you move in together. You know, obviously you don't really have much of anything going on like immediately back from the honeymoon, but then the next couple days you go back to your respective places and get some of your crap and, you know, judge your husband for renting a basement room from his friends and, you know, all that fun stuff. But no, he's like, he was so determined so utterly determined to be able to spend time away from her. <laughs> yeah, so an after party. Emily said that, I guess maybe like the last night they were there after the dinner, like she was making out with him. She asked him like, when would we be having sex? 
And he told her not until she gets into the inner circle. Yeah, it's the the inner circle of trust he was talking about before. What an odd response to that question. Also, she said, like, he raised his voice at her. So I think that was, she was kind of pinpointing that as, like, when things took a turn. (sighs) So, side-eyeing Brennan here. Yeah, just the fact that not not only was he, like, you know, uh, like... Uh, you know, I, I need to, like, have a night to decompress. He's like, no, like, I'm definitely just, like, gonna pretty much be at my apartment for the next several yeah. days. <laughs> he gave the excuse of, like, working, but, like, you can work from this new apartment. Bring your laptop but over. But she's gonna be there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he needs a space. <laughs> she's gonna be, you, you don't want to be in the same apartment as your spouse. No. But- <laughs> Why would we want that? <laughs> just yet again, what I was saying earlier, I just am not getting the impression that a lot of these couples particularly like each other. I mean, well, uh, I, we, we move over to Claire and Cameron. We're discussing which side of the bed. Uh-huh. Which, in classic Cameron fashion, he's like... Yeah, you know, it's just more practical for me to be on this side because it's closer to the bathroom and I just wake up so many times during the night to go to the bathroom. (laughs) It's like, sorry, wife, you could be far away from the bathroom. Well, it seemed like it it was fine. I mean, I, I suppose if you hate women... No, I'm kidding. I think that uh, it continues to be that uh, New Zealand equality that he uh, ascribes to. You know, we we don't give more value to men or women. We're all on our own, and we all do what is most practical. <laughs> I guess so. Mm-hmm. So Orion also will be taking a few days away from the marriage to reset. And so I guess there's no point in Lauren just sitting there by herself. So she leaves as well. I mean, that one kind of like made more sense based on everything that's happened with them. And yeah. I, so the, the other thing I wanted to mention with, with the whole, Brennan Emily situation too is the thing that I may found the most strikingly weird about that was that he he actually left then it wasn't just like yeah like let me sort of head out in the morning and and get work he's like no I'm leaving right now like we just got back from the airport <laughs> we've just walked in here um uh, and and goodbye <laughs> Yeah, it was very sudden. I mean, he was, he had shut down by that point. Yeah, that was, that was real weird. So Becca and Austin discussed chores, and that's pretty much all that happened with them mm-hmm. for the moment. Yeah, so then we get the next, the next day's apartment visits. Yep, Emily heads to Brennan's house, which, my gosh, it was like a funeral in there. He was still just 
trudging along no like one, energy yeah, at one, all like one word answers wouldn't look her in the eye at all yeah he like he wanted to be anywhere but there uh-huh yep just like i can't like if i were her i'd have been like okay what what is going on here but she was like much more chill just kind of going along with everything mm. so yeah i didn't i was like what is, what is he doing being a butthole so next clear goes to cameron's space it looked like is it is this the one that was a basement it looked like they went down the stairs to get to i mean maybe his place he has her try vegemite is that how you pronounce it yeah yeah, it's she, a staple. She did not like that. And, and, and an Aussie New Zealand staple. I mean, who doesn't love a fermented yeast spread, huh? No. <laughs> I can't. <laughs> you, don't want, you don't want those earthy tones? I don't know. I saw a video of a couple other people trying that, and it it did not go well for them either. It's an acquired taste, okay? You just gotta acquire You have it. to grow up with it. No, you don't have to grow. I no, you don't gathered. Have to, no, you don't have to grow up with it. You just acquire it. <laughs> <laughs> just practice, practice a little bit. Uh, I love how how uh, Claire was like, "Oh yeah, this this is how I expected it to be, like <laughs> your place." Which again, again, a little bit of a dig. I keep again, I keep calling back. Calling back to what I previously said, because there's so much of this stuff. And this is yet another thing. Just the consistent, like, uh, yeah, you're kind of horrible. <laughs> <laughs> but at least they have liking rice cakes in common. Huh? Well, there is that. <laughs> there's also, like, spider traps. Mm -hmm. he, that man got some big spiders in there. <laughs> yeah you didn't like that did you no <laughs> they keep they keep the other pests away spiders are magnificent friends mm -hmm. <laughs> christy doesn't believe that at all i do believe that i still don't like them <laughs> uh, they can so, do their thing outside huh yes don't come inside mm-hmm so she visits, or he visits her place next. Her dog ignores him to completely. Uh-huh. Completely. I thought that was kind of funny. <laughs> I thought normally the dogs would, like, jump on you or, like, sniff or whatever, but... Uh... Well, I couldn't be bothered. Nope. Could not. Do you like... Did you like her place? I think so. I don't remember much about it, but... Me neither. <laughs> no, there was nothing like that really stood out. They talked about religion here. I think her faith came into play more after her brother died. So Cameron is not religious himself, but is open to any. Right, because isn't did she say is it Catholic as well? Yeah, she was raised Catholic. I feel like that that makes. That makes sense. You know, the UK has a long history of Catholics versus Protestants. So, 
yet another, you know, potential. It's just like, you keep making these, these coming together of these couples more, more difficult by adding in all of these things. Yeah. So next, Becca visits Austin's place. This was weird. He has so many hats. Yes. So a couple standout things for me. We'll see if if you you thought they were standout things as well. The first thing was, can I say he did laundry once a month? Yes. I mean, maybe he has a ton of underwear. I don't know. I mean, you you'd hope, but like you think think of that. Like you'd need you'd need so many clothes. Not only so many clothes, cuz I feel like that isn't even the biggest thing. Cuz it's like, okay, sure. You could have you know, a fair amount of clothes and be fine. I mean, you need to have a lot of pairs of underwear, otherwise I'm looking at you real weird. But the bigger thing to me is just like all the other laundry. Is like towels for showering, as an example. Like you're you just have a giant pile of musty towels? Like what how? <laughs> a whole pile of laundry just festering for a month. <laughs> Alright, and may- maybe maybe he just uses one towel per month. I mean, I don't know. Maybe he does. Maybe he, by that. maybe he only changes his sheets once every couple months. I, I don't know, but that was a pretty weird thing to me. I'm surprised he admitted that on camera. Yeah, if that was my circumstance, there's no way I would have admitted that. No, I keep that to myself. And immediately upon getting married, now do laundry more often. <laughs> So nobody ever needs to know that. <laughs> but it's, I mean, I guess if you think it's just the the normal thing, uh, then maybe it's just it's just a blind spot. But yeah, I cannot imagine that. Just like if you are living normally, the sheer amount of laundry that must be. Like if you're doing laundry once a month. It's got to take you like a week to do it. <laughs> Can you imagine how many loads that he would be? He probably just does a couple loads. <sighs> Minus like the sheets or whatever, which would be its own load. Yes, but we're talking about four weeks. He probably wears clothes more than one day before washing them. Oh, I mean, again, you can deal with that in some fashion. It's like, okay, I have a bunch of jeans and rotate jeans or something, but... You really, you really want, you know, sweaty pits on the same shirt for several days? <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That so that that's that was one thing. And the other thing was the whole lease conversation. Yeah. So he wants to move back into their own places after decision day till their leases are both up. So they'll be living separately, which isn't that what Chris from last season wanted to do with Nicole, but mm-hmm. I think I think he ended up coming around eventually. Yeah. But yeah, this was just an uh, yet another indication for me that like I don't know how much he actually is invested in this. 
So then she was like, oh, well, I'm just month to month. So, like, I can just move in with you. And, and then he like, tries to combat it again. Yeah, he's, he's like, like uh, I already have a roommate. Uh-huh. And then she's like, oh, we'll just move into my place then. He, and then he finally had to, like, acquiesce and be like, okay, that makes sense. Like, he tried twice to get out of it. I, she didn't let him. I don't understand these couples, Christy. I really don't. I thought he was more into her at the beginning. I don't know what happened. It's just none of these people like each other. None of um, them. I don't know. I feel like... I feel like they maybe should have done some of these differently. Yeah, swap some people around. Yeah, like, I don't know. Put Cameron and Emily together. They're both, like, physical people... They're DTF, right? Yeah. They're like you know they're they're enthusiastic. They love to have have fun, be be silly, and all this. Um, you know. Oh well, this this is what we get. Yeah, it's just it's been a kind of a disaster, an entertaining disaster though. Well, I feel like. Most of it has not been. There's been the the whole Orion Lauren thing has been a huge roller coaster, but the rest of it has kind of been a very slow simmer of just like, yeah, I don't particularly care for you, but I'm gonna maintain face on national television, <coughs> Brennan. <laughs> well, it looks like stuff's hitting the fan with him next week. Uh, we can only hope. So Orion at this point sends a text to Lauren that he doesn't want to continue the marriage, but continue the process which makes zero sense so yeah so i imagine that that is something that feels really nice uh, is getting asked for a divorce over text Mm. Hmm. that's terrible isn't that isn't that just just wonderful um I mean, I if I had to guess, I would say it involved like financial implications, right? Like, what do you mean? Well, because don't they get paid X amount of money per episode, and then if um, they if they break the contract before a certain point, there's some sort of penalty as well. Yeah. So. Uh, I, I would guess the process part of that had to do with that. And maybe just, you know, wanting more screen time to, you know, get to get word of his cause out to the to the world. And I don't know. So Plastic L visits with Emily and Brennan. Cal comments on the fact that they do not live there. <laughs> so Emily reveals she's invested but not getting back what she's putting in. And Brennan basically says, I don't feel a romantic connection. No, he's not he's not feeling the spark. He doesn't even want to touch her, not even during the honeymoon. Only feels like being affectionate when they're having a good moment. And then the real crux of this is Kyle asking, is there anything about her he's not attracted to? And he says, immediately, we're not doing this. 
So to me, that's a clear, yes, there is something. I just don't want to say it. Otherwise, he would just say, no, there's nothing about her that I'm not attracted to. Right. But again, it, it goes into that whole image maintenance thing that that we've been talking about. But he should realize that that does impact his image answering like that. Right. It does. But but does it does it impact it as much as I don't know like I can think of a few potential things off the top of my head like say for example he potentially thinks that he's better than her because like she's this young party girl and he takes life seriously and he budgets and all of this like you know his side of the whole marriage aisle thing didn't seem like they were a super big fan of her partying ways when they were having those conversations back during the reception you know and his parents are pretty stern like he yeah. had a conversation with uh, with some of his friends and they were like dude we will never welcome her into this family she is the worst and you could do so much better like there could be like there's so many things that in my opinion at least would be worse for his image i don't know i just thought the way that ended things were very clear i feel like emily was picking up on that as well yeah i mean just he doesn't a bummer no he's not a, he's not attracted to her and oh the other thing off the top of my head you know that he's sort of uh, very uh very angry person and potentially she has spent the the entire marriage so far uh, kind of on tiptoe trying to like manage his mood and and moods and avoid his anger you know like like what does he even have to be angry about at this point <laughs> some some people are just angry people you know and have anger management issues i mean i i just i don't know hearing the after party thing about you know him making those comments and kind of belittling her and stuff like that like it doesn't paint the most positive picture of of how he acts when the cameras are not there versus versus when they are. I just feel I feel bad because dis, despite the the fact right she was billed as so oh, never having been in a in a serious relationship like she has been in my opinion at least been taking this very seriously and has shown herself to be a lot more uh a lot more mature and just patient and just a lot of positive attributes that weren't quite so apparent or or like maybe optimistic about <laughs> given like the lead up to the marriage 
But since the marriage, she's like she seems to be really like working working hard and like seems to be a pretty pretty stinking great person. Yeah, I'm more impressed with her than him. Yeah, and so like she she's like wants this to work and I mean even even just thinking back to her whole wrist thing and how she handled that and how she like wanted to still do stuff and be be out there and involved in the honeymoon and stuff and just thinking back on it he didn't really seem to show all that much concern about it (laughs) so that just gets weirder with time as well oh it's real great we also see dr pepper visiting cameron and claire they also i guess discuss religion as well we all gotta yeah it's a big topic this season yep and then Emily and Brennan, time to debrief after Pastor Cal left. So he doesn't think it's nice to answer her question of whether he's physically attracted to her. He's trying to protect her because he would never want someone to tell him that same thing. So she points out how he answered the question by not answering, which is exactly right. He's telegraphing, even though he doesn't want to, that he's not attracted to her. So now she's crying. It's just so sad. Like, what are you supposed to do at this point? I don't, I don't know. Get divorced, I guess. <laughs> I mean, this Brennan's the one. Remember, who was he was like, divorce is not an option. Yeah, well, but that that was a little creepy too. Like that's because that's his been his insistence this this entire time. Like, been saying that with a lot of force. Divorce is not an option. It's like... Well, then you'd better, like, try and make things work then. Rather than just shutting down and giving one-word answers. Right, but he, he he wants for that not to be an issue. He needs to be able to do his thing and have have a wife that works around it and keeps keeps his mood regulated. And doesn't party too much or drink too much. Even though, like, culturally, like, partying is pretty big on his side. But no, you, like, I don't know, I feel like it's almost more of that slut-shaming type thing. It's like, oh, guys can go out and and party, but better not be a, a young woman going out and doing that that's just embarrassing and low class i mean i don't know if we (laughs) i don't know what he thinks about all of that stuff i mean from what i've seen not super positively so we do see becca and austin meeting with dr cal or pastor cal so they haven't had sex yet and then they also discuss religion and for the moment they're Pastor Cal thinks they're both on the same page, at least. Which I disagree with, but I I sort of got his reasoning, I guess. Yeah, it's also just... It's also just funny to, like, 
go through that process where he's like, and what's, what, like, what really the end of the day is the most important thing? Oh, love. And what, the end of the day, you know, in Judaism, what's the most important? Oh, it's love, isn't it? Wow. Aren't you guys <laughs> both saying the same thing? I mean, way to simplify well, things. It's, like, it's very, very simplified. Uh, that does reduced. I know, that's <laughs> not. Incredible amount, uh, which I thought was pretty funny. <laughs> so finally, it's time to revisit Lauren and Orion with Dr. Pia. Um, Lauren reveals she tried to meet up with him, but Orion's next response was saying he wanted a divorce. That's great. Yeah. So he cannot forgive her. He has lost all romantic interest. At this point, Dr. Pia thinks a repair is still possible. I'm just like, no. <laughs> it is, is clearly no, not. No, there's no repair. No repair. The experts don't want to lose a couple this early, but sorry. This is over. And he re reiterates that he wants a divorce. I mean, you, you wonder why why we're having Michael and his second try getting included here at some point because I mean I, I honestly I think we're gonna lose more than one couple in the next couple weeks yeah Emily and Brennan are probably the next to fall you know it could be bad things are going real south like when you can't even get to the end of the eight weeks, that's not good. That is really, really not good. This is like uh, Dom and Mac from a couple seasons ago, just finished a couple <laughs> days after the honeymoon. Yeah. So, so Lauren gets one final parting <laughs> shot that she wants. She's looking forward to being in a relationship with someone who wants to try as hard as she does. Yeah, so here, here's, here's a slightly spicy opinion that I have. And maybe I'll just cut it out and post if it sounds too ridiculous. But I just sort of, I don't know, I, I feel like maybe Orion wields his minority status and like minority knowledge as a control tool and mechanism just given how he has acted across this season in the narrative he's tried to construct even like in his conversation with pastor cal there talking about how like the two worst things that happened to him in entire his entire life was like the time he was called Apple as a kid, right? As a you know, basically saying, oh, he may be native on the outside, but he's white on the inside. And then Lauren's horrible transgression, and it's like. You're married to a black woman. You know, if those t if those are the two 
singular instances of racism you've experienced in your life, things are going pretty well for you. Like, I would imagine Lauren's probably had a pretty rough time of it. Maybe you could have those conversations with her and, you know, learn what it's like to be her, perhaps. Um, but just that that combined with um, all of his comments about how he didn't want to be bossed around and he's like so looking forward to getting out of this matriarchal culture he's been in despite he, he's like oh but i've learned how to respect women because i grew <laughs> up in this matriarchal matriarchal culture um but also just combined with the fact that he said right that he he's he's only dated outside his race and i believe at one point if I'm remembering correctly, he said perhaps that he had only like he had only dated white women. Mm. Is that is am I remembering that incorrectly? I got the impression he's never dated a black woman. At least I don't know if it's been only white. Um, but not his own culture. So maybe Latina, <laughs> perhaps I don't know. I just so I don't know. It just it seems like. It seems like he he likes to be the authority on like racism and cultural issues and all of that. And I don't know. I just I think that Lauren was maybe too much of a strong woman for him. To be perfectly honest, that's like that's my my spicy hot take here. Is that like she both had had the the poise and and like desire to make things work, but also had like the same sort of cultural experiences of like being in a, mi- a minority in America that she was just like no the, the, this is ridiculous. Like, I'm giving you all of this grace. Like, what the crap, man? And I don't think he could handle it. Yeah, she's she's got guts. She's not afraid to say what's on her mind. Also, I think him being on his high horse is completely invalidated by the fact that he admitted to saying the N-word. And so I can't <laughs> take that seriously at all. You can't take him seriously. No. You can't, you can't be up on the high horse when you yourself... Like, she could have held that against him. Like, she's the one who asked to start this whole thing. Had he ever said that word? And he said yes. She could have been like, well, I can't I can't get past that. But she didn't. Well, I mean, I, I feel like he turned that around because he, he wanted to generate something to get the focus off of his flaws. Yeah, like, once he admitted <laughs> that, wait, let me see if I can catch her. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. And he did. <laughs> which, which he did. But which again, like, again, it's so silly because it was it was insensitive and it like it was just a a dumb reaction. It didn't have but, to lead to all this. Like that could have been right because it was it wasn't it wasn't a malicious thing. It was a completely innocent reaction to like not understanding like 
not hearing, having heard the term or whatever, not being aware of it, and like just in the moment, probably being, you know, hot tub drunk and all of that. And he totally took advantage of that. So, yeah, that's great. So they are done. And a couple other things from after party. Orion admitted that he should have just moved in with Lauren. He also thought that if he continued on, it would hurt Lauren more because he wasn't fully in at the moment. (sighs) I don't know if I really buy that. He said he has also learned not to hold a grudge for more than an hour. And then Emily talked about how she was more into like the physical stuff than Brennan was. She implied that she didn't want to have the bathing suits on when they were showering. So that sounds like that was Brennan who wanted. He was like, let's keep our bathing suits on while we shower, which is so weird. It is so weird. And also (laughs) she was saying he compliments other girls and not her. Yikes. So I guess at some point she left crying. I don't remember when this was, but he didn't even check on her. Keisha said they've invited him back to after party because he only came like the one time and he has declined. So he doesn't even want to like show up and own up to whatever. I mean, at least Ryan showed up. He's gotten it way worse. I Can we just go back to the shower thing for a moment again? <laughs> I'm sorry. That is just it's so weird to me. It really is because, sure, even if you're not going to, like, consummate your marriage, surely you can just be like, yep, we're married, and this is what we look like naked. Here we go. Yeah, I, like, I thought the bathing suit thing was so weird. Like, whoa. <laughs> it's, honestly, it makes it so much weirder to include the bathing suits. Yes, it's, it's, I keep going back to that scene from Arrested Development. Yeah, the, never knew. Yes, Tobias. Tobias. <laughs> Every time something, the, someone's the in the shower with clothes on. I can't. Yes. <laughs> I just, it, it kind of boggles my mind because it, it's one of those things that it feels like, to me at least, that it like, it adds additional layers of awkwardness rather than removing them. Because now you're like you're like really calling attention to the strangeness of the situation versus just kind of accepting it. It just seems like this season we have mostly a cast of people who are not willing to just jump in to what this experience requires. You got married, so now it's time to act like married people. All this like, let me take a few days to reevaluate, no undressing in front of each other all this weirdness like this is not what the process is supposed to be yeah so let me let me just run through this real quick uh couple by couple um so uh, michael definitely way more invested since his wife left him at the altar uh then we have uh lauren and orion lauren way more invested in this process and stable than Orion. Uh, we have Emily and Brennan. Emily is the one who like is actually attracted to him and wants this to work. Uh, you have Claire and Cameron. Cameron, for all of his gangly, awkward stuff and like 
I mean, lack of awareness and all of that seems to still be like sincerely trying to make this marriage work. Mm-hmm. Claire, on the other hand, I don't think she cares for him in the slightest. I think she can't stand him, to be perfectly she, honest. She with might you. be a Gina. Yeah. Um, uh, Becca and Austin. I think Becca, unfortunately for her, you know? So, like, I don't think I missed anyone here. It seems like you have one one person of the couple, of each couple, who, like, actually here. <laughs> That's pretty sad. Yeah, it, it is. So that's real great. And uh, we only have another 35 episodes left to go before the end of the season. <laughs> I just, I don't know. I don't know what we're going to talk about. Like, I don't know what the show is going to talk about. If it just goes on like last season and we end up losing like three couples partway through. It's gonna be the like the most boring. They'll just have to season edit of... it differently. Yes, but I mean, Lauren and Ryan are gone, so that's already a change next week. Yeah, yeah, it's it, but I don't think they're the last. So we gotta get gotta get some of that Michael footage spliced in <laughs> ASAP. Yeah, gotta replace. Mm-hmm. Yep. So. Who knows what the future has in store, but I think that success for these couples is unlikely. <laughs>